This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening Podcast. Good morning, hapsters. I am ready to talk, which is exactly the topic that we are going to be talking about today. I'm just going to jump right in it because honestly, my amazing energetic son is going to be home soon. Um, His dad will be dropping him off in like 30 minutes. So we got to go. I got to give you this value and then I got to wrap it up and get it ready for you to listen to when you're, you're already listening to it. It's already done, right? But I got to, I got to do the work on my end first. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about being at the mercy of yourself. What does it mean to be at your own mercy? It doesn't sound very fun, right? (laughs) It's like being at the effect of yourself. We feel like Sometimes there's this little mean toddler version of ourselves just running the show in our head and we don't know what's happening. It's like, you know, you should be offering your services to people right now. It's on your calendar even maybe, but your brain would rather scroll through Insta stories. You even can point it out sometimes. You're like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Just motivate. Just do it. Just do it. Or just like you you woke up feeling anxious and irritated and fat and you have no idea how to snap the heck out of it or you doubt yourself even though you know you're smart and hardworking, or you overanalyze and you get overwhelmed and you spiral out and then the next day when you crush the meeting that you were actually spiraling and overanalyzing about you wonder what the hell is wrong with me Why do I keep trying to self-sabotage and slow myself down, right? We've all experienced this where we felt at the mercy of our own brain, but my sweet hapster, you, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just at the mercy of your brain. Your brain is the cause of all of this chaos, but the good news is your brain is the cause and the solution to all of your problems, okay? Right now, your problem is just that you're listening to your brain when you should be talking to it. So this is an expression that I learned. I actually heard um, my mentor, Brooke, mention in a book that she was reading by Dr. James Gills. So I checked him out, and he's quite a fascinating guy. He's an ocular surgeon. He has um, written a ton of books, and he has done a lot of amazing physical feats, right? Including uh, double Ironmans. So when I heard that, I was like, whoa, whoa, I gotta, I gotta do some research on this guy. How old is he? I believe he is in his 60s now, early 60s or late 50s. And he did a double Ironman in his 50s. Uh, pretty crazy if you guys are not up on the triathlons. I happen to be because my mom is an Ironman triathlete. A thing that when people hear about, they're usually like, what? Wait, is your mom a robot? Is she like the Terminator? Has she how? It's like freaks of nature that do these Ironmans. And because an Ironman, I believe, is 140.6 miles, I believe. Um, the double Ironman 
is actually 281.2 miles, which is, I mean, come on. You guys, I think about doing over three miles and I'm like, it's too hot out, right? But that's me just listening to my brain. And when people were asking him, what's the secret? You've done the most cataract surgeries um, ever in the United States. And he's, he's just a guy that gets shit done. And when people ask, what is your secret? He said simply, I talk to myself more than I listen to myself. Are you kidding me? What a genius. It's so genius, actually, because it's simple, but it's profound. Because if he listened to himself, he'd conclude that he was just too old to complete 281.2 miles, right? I mean, I can relate because if I listened to my brain, I would have quit my entrepreneurial venture probably about 27 times. If I was listening to my brain constantly as it thinks a bazillion times all the time it's like would be saying things like it's too hard nope my industry of coaching is oversaturated I'm not even certified yet actually I do start my certification um, even though I have in a well-established business I will be getting certified side note by uh, the life coach school Uh, which is the number one life coach school in the country. It is not a light investment to make. I'm investing $18,000 in uh, my six-month certification because to me, this is like getting the best training under the most genius life coach in the world. And I can't wait to just share with you guys everything that I've learned um, from from my training and to just be a better teacher. And I'm part of being the, a great teacher and a great coach is being a great student and always learning. So um, I can't wait for that. But that was a complete aside. <laughs> but the point was, I've had a lot of thoughts up when, especially when I was first starting my business was that I'm not certified. Who am I to coach this person? And as as I've gone on, right, the thoughts, they just keep coming. It doesn't matter whether you prove that you've gotten results for one person. Then, okay, well, maybe it was just a fluke. Then you get results for 10 people. And you're like, well, but that was just because these women all had X in common. And I've never had success coaching a person that's had a business at 1.5, that does $1.5 million a year. Now I have that person. But if I listened to myself, I would have said, no, who am I to coach this woman who makes a million and a half a year, right? Or listen to myself saying, I'm a single mom. I don't have enough time, but I am not tired. Well, have a nap. People my age know, uh, know that YouTube reference. <laughs> um, but listen, your brain, it's talking to you nonstop. The average person, they say, has about 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day, which means if you do want to get out of that autopilot, if you want to be talking to yourself more than you're listening to yourself, uh, that autopilot is on scarcity, worry, seeking comfort and pleasure, which as we know, if you've been listening to this podcast, comfort and pleasure are the opposite of the things we need to seek if we want to really grow and change and have um, meaningful success and change in our lives, right? But our brain on autopilot tries to go towards these things. Um, And so what do you need to do? You need to keep 
talking to yourself. So these are ways in which you could practically apply this right now. You can start practicing your thoughts. So this might be come in the form of mantras or affirmations or new beliefs. I find it really helpful writing down some of the thoughts that I want to practice. I remember a couple of years ago, I took a version of a quote that I read in the book, The Alchemist, which if you haven't read it by Paolo Coelho, please go and do yourself that favor. Very short, quick read. Um, but it, the version that I took from it and wrote down and practice thinking nonstop was I the world I'm convinced that the world is conspiring to make my dreams come true I thought well if we get to assume one thing that and a lot of people out there are assuming that the world is out to get them I'd prefer to actually assume that the world is conspiring also but to make my dreams come true because why not because you're going to be wrong about people half the time anyway So I'd rather have the thoughts that create better feelings and actions on my part in the meantime, if I'm going to be wrong no matter what and not assume the worst, right? I didn't, I don't find that assuming the worst and practicing the thoughts that don't feel good um, actually get you anywhere, even though our brains want to tell us that it's logical and we don't want to, we don't want to uh, have a thought that's untrue. Well, unfortunately you're going to anyway. So might as well, um, practice new beliefs and mantras that are going to help serve you and help you feel the way you need to feel to show up the way you need to show up for your business and for your family and for your life. Right? So practice those mantras, new beliefs and affirmations. Then number two, question your immediate observations. And then after you've done asking yourself, after you've finished asking yourself all of these questions, go ahead and answer your questions, right? Talk some more and say like, okay, well, I don't know. Should I, should I maybe, um, join this, uh, this group of women, this local chapter of, of women who do motocross? I don't know. It sounds kind of fun. And then answer it right away. Decide, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try it this week or you know what maybe not this week but I'm going to ask about it or start making some decisions small decisions and start talking to yourself and answering your own questions so right step one there that's two part step one question your immediate observations and and reactions because all those immediate thoughts that are being fed to you are based on a brain that is pulling from its own previous past experiences. So if you want to experience something new, you need to start questioning those and pulling your answers from your future, the future that you want to create, right? Okay. And then another way that you can start practice talking to yourself is rephrasing things in the positive. Sometimes when we spend, um, if you've ever heard the quote, Jim Rohn's quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Okay. Well, if you happen to be spending too much time with someone who's negative or, um, you know, the people around you, someone in your family is negative, it's really important for you to notice that a lot of the thoughts that you're thinking are just repetitions of, of things that you're pulling from your, um, from your environment, right? So we can just take some of those things and re 
you phrase them into the positive? In it, So we might think, for example, when we walk outside and we look at the world and look at the day and the weather, we might say like, oh, it's a beautiful day outside. And we might think that that's just the fact. But the truth is that is a thought and that's a positive way of observing the world outside of your window, right? Um, whereas you might have previously woken up and just thought like, ugh, it's hot out because that might be something that you've heard, um, you know, your neighbors say all the time. It's like, oh, it's a hot one out today. And so we just kind of absorb and we repeat things that we think are just observations out there, but we can flip them into the positive. So that's an easy way for you to um, talk to yourself in a simple way that doesn't exhaust you like maybe the previous one where you're questioning your um, observations and answering them that those those types of um, thought patterns take a little bit more energy and certainly practicing your thoughts and affirmations might require you to write some things down. So this rephrasing of things into the positive, something that you can do right now, right when you stop listening to this. Um, And then of course, always be filtering and then discarding constantly um, the thoughts that just aren't true or don't serve you or you just don't need to be thinking them anymore and kind of don't give them any more airtime. And then Uh, separately from that, there is of course room for not listening or talking, but rather kind of tuning yourself out or unplugging. So a great way to do this is of course meditation where they teach you to not stop thinking, but really just kind of watch your thoughts and watch them float by maybe on a cloud, whatever it is. I'm not a meditation expert, but I certainly um, like to practice it. And I've every time that I have practiced it, I've had really pretty great experiences with it. So um, there is definitely that time for not talking or listening, but for meditating and tuning yourself out, right? Now, if you overanalyze and self-sabotage and doubt and pile on the guilt and judge yourself and judge others and worry, there's nothing wrong with you. I'm going to repeat, there's nothing wrong with you. Your brain is simply functioning the way it was designed to function. But we are evolving in our humans. We get to think and we get to plan and we get to use that beautiful uh, prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain that gets to think about our thoughts. And so don't let it go unused. They say, you know, that overpopularized, I don't even know if it's actually true that we only use 10% of our brain. Well, certainly the part that is the most underused is our prefrontal cortex where we get to really think about our own thoughts and not in a way that's overanalyzing, but in a way that is just curious and compassionate. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just spending way too much time listening to yourself. It's time for you to practice telling yourself who is boss, okay? So come find me if you are not yet a hapster. Come find me on Instagram at what's happening, WJess or um, at my website at whatshappening.com and join us before August um, to get started applying this really revolutionary model to your life and to your business. Okay, you got this. Go chat it up with yourself. Tell yourself who's boss. Have a beautiful weekend.